Welcome to Don't Cut Me Off, Let Me Finish Podcast. My name is G Weave. We about to get into another hot topic of conversation today. Uh, I want you to sit back and relax. Got a lot of things on my mind today. We're going to talk about basketball, football, and the state of mental game and sports. So sit back, relax, and let's get the ball rolling. What's going on, y'all? Back at it again. Another 45 minutes of great conversation between you, me, and anybody else that want to listen. Today, man, I'm going to be uh, grinding my gears. And y'all know when I grind my gears, it's always something to get me to grind my gears. And the number one person is always the pretty much the same people. But I'm not going to individualize or name anybody. I'm just going to say sports talkers that's on the radio. And how they are breaking down the athletes by trying to compare them to other people. And what we need to realize is stop doing that. Stop saying Who's tougher? Who's not tougher? Why this player is not like that player? This is a different era. We can't keep comparing the same eras. We have to live within the moment. We can't live in the past. We can't think about anything in the past. I have to live with what's in front of me. These players have to play the game based off how it's being played now. They can't play like they used to play. You already know that. They'll be fouled out the game. You can't anticipate or know when someone has heart or when somebody is injured. You don't know that. You're only going off the visual and what you're seeing from the outside and relying on so-called sources. Why do you take it upon yourself to entertain people by bringing down others. I don't like that. You need to stop that. Because one thing that you shouldn't be doing is tearing people down. In the end, sports is sports. Life is life. Sports is a game. Life is real. So my gears that I'm grinding is stop talking about people, respect the fact that they may have family and loved ones, and just have an opinion. You don't have to tear people down. If Unless you are side-by-side an individual, and with your own eyes you can see because you're there, you can't speak on nothing. Stop with the guessing. How would you like somebody to do that to you? You wouldn't like it. Stop doing that. All sportscasters, stop doing it. You're good enough to be able to have an opinion without sitting there tearing people down. But that's what I wanted to grind my gears on. Let's get the ball rolling. So... Today, man, my topic is 
the mental toughness in sports and the criticism that a lot of these players are getting because of basically outside pressure, outside noise. I want to play a soundbite for you guys of what I'm talking about. And I'm not going to just focus on basketball. I'm going to also get into other topics as well. But I wanted to get into this topic because I heard it. And the three people that's on the stage, uh, you have Jay Williams, who's also someone that loves to criticize people. Uh, he He's one to speak. But just because you played basketball or uh, you played in the NBA for a year, uh, you can just sit there and talk about somebody's heart and uh, how pathetic someone is and how you wouldn't want to be a teammate. Don't nobody care about what you think. What make you think? Maybe it was some people that want to be teammates with you because they thought you was an asinine person. And then, of course, the king of tearing black men down and criticizing people, Stephen A. Smith. So I'm going to let this soundbite run a little bit, and then you know how I go. I don't let them finish, and I'll come in with my opinion. Uh, but let, let's let this uh, soundbite play for a minute, and then I'll get back to you guys. Hold on. some of my thunder there because I was damn sure going to get in on those athletes, those outfits. Mr. Zoolander is what I call him, Zoolander. You're the male model of the movie, the male model. That's what the <laughs> hell he want to be. Okay, we see that, all right? But I got so much more to say. Let me say this. Notice I said Kyrie Irving is one of the most selfish superstars we've ever seen and obviously one of the most selfish athletes we've ever seen. I didn't say the word the, the, the as in number one. Because obviously he ain't got nothing on Ben Simmons. Nobody is worse than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons might also be the weakest, most pathetic excuse for a professional athlete we have ever seen in not just American history, but the history of sports. I can't think. I can't think of a professional athlete that has come across more pathetic than this man. Friday on Countdown. What did I say? They came out with the news. They said Ben Simmons going to play game four. I said, it's 72 hours from now. I'll wait. I'll, I'll, said, wait. I'll wait. I said, I'll wait. <laughs> it's 72 hours from now. Come to me Monday because that brother ain't playing. You know why? Because if you don't play game four, why would next Saturday's game three? It's Our playbook has countless guys' hairstyles because we know no two guys are ever so. alike. I'm going to go ahead and skip over him. Y'all heard what he had to say. Now let's hear Chuck and Shaq. Hey, nice haircut. Talk about this Ben Simmons thing. Um, it was thought he would play in game four. Uh, Reggie tweeted out uh, that, uh, come on, man, out for game four when it was rumored you were going to make your debut. This dude has zero competitive fire as small a chance as the Nets have to come back in this series. You still have KD and Kyrie. All you need is to win one game and take it from there. Reggie is, Reggie is absolutely correct. In the hood, we call this a punk move. You know, when things are going good, yeah, I'm going to play in game four. Chuck said it. You could play on Saturday. You could play on Monday. Now that they lost, my back hurt. Well, if your back hurt, get some icy hot out, send it to you. We call this a punk move. Listen, if, if, if you're not ready to play, 
you would get more respect from the people. You just say, I'm not ready to play, and don't say nothing else. Don't be shooting uh, and saying, I'm coming back, I'm going to do this. That was a punk move. Reggie's absolutely right. Uh, if you're not going to play, don't say you're going to play. I think you should play. You know, let me say this. First of all, I, I knew. Say, hold on, hold on. I knew, okay, so I, go ahead. I think you should step up to the challenge and try to help your team win. But nope. He went, you know, the punk move. Right? Oh, I'm not going to play in my back hurt, but we all know what that is. Ballers know what that is. You know, everybody else could be, oh, he's not ready, but us. Guys that live this life, we know exactly what you're doing, buddy. So, so you know, I, mean, I know. He, first of all, I knew he wasn't going to play after they lost Saturday. He was not going to play. First of all, there's no need. We said already said to be crazy to put him back in this environment. So I didn't think he should have played anyway. But if he wasn't going to play Saturday when they were down two zip, there's no need to bring him back when they're down three zip. So I personally think he should have played. On to the next trucks. So I'm moving on to another session, guys. This is uh, just players being beat down by sportscasters. Except if you're a Nets fan. Rough morning for you. Got swept. What does this do to Katie's legacy? <laughs> That's fair. Hey, a lot of MVP chance. Unfortunately, there for Tatum. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, uh-oh, Dusty, our resident Sixers fan. Oh. Dreams and nightmares. Not just a good Meek Mill album, also the trajectory of this series. And finally, Luca goes for 33 and 13. And in a Nick Wright fever dream, Patrick Mahomes is actually there. Welcome to first thing. There should be plenty of massive regrets for the both of them. Also, I agree you should not cry over spilt milk. But this was not spilled milk. This would be like if you got home from work and your basement is flooded. And you're like, what is that? And you're like... Our basement is flooded with milk. We have to renovate the entire house. Like that might be worth crying over. I guess that's spilled milk. He got swept in round one. The only team to not win a single playoff game this year was the only team picked by 71% of GMs to win the title before the year. Seven out of ten GMs say this team's going to win the title. Different they team. Actually, though. aren't going to win. That was a different team. team. Okay. That was a different team. How about three weeks ago when Vegas had them as the favorites to win the East? Or how about two weeks ago when Broussard had them as the favorite to win the East? I think that was this team. I think that was the same team. We'll have to check the that roster. Was this team. I know yes. Blake Griffin wasn't playing much, but I do think that was the same team. And here's why it's such a disaster. Because Brew, and we can show you it right now, they lost all four games, and all four were winnable. What the Nets did in the clutch, look at this. How were they in the clutch this postseason? The worst in everything. They had zero assists. They had 10 points. They had a field goal percentage of 30. Katie and Kyrie both hit two shots respectively in the clutch. You got to be kidding me. On to the next. You might have heard of Carvana and that we sell cars online. So we're going to go to Chris Boussard basically saying Katie. Uh, he's not the best player. Stop saying he's the best player because of this series. Welcome back to a Tuesday show. Antoine Walker is here. The Nets are not. First time Katie's ever been swept. Nick, does getting swept impact 
Kevin Durant's legacy. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, th- so I I don't think you can go backwards once you've accomplished what Durant's accomplished. But he his goal was to move forwards. And this is, I mean, he's standing still now. Like, I, I think a few things are very crystal. One thing is crystal clear. I think this absolutely guarantees Kevin Durant's going to go his entire career and never be the best player in the league. And folks will be like, oh, Nick, but he was. When? When was he? Tell me when he was. Because last year, Giannis won the title and beat him. The year before, LeBron won the title. So it wasn't either last year. 2019, he was. Durant himself was hurt for, what, 21 games straight or something like that. So it had they been healthy, and remember, before they brought Kyrie back, they were actually the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. So they, the seventh seed is a bit misleading. But let me, let me say this before I go into my spiel. Being swept does not mean, like, like everybody's been swept essentially. Shaq, I of think, course. was swept six times. Five times. Kareem Chris, we was get, swept we in the middle of his prime. Jordan, Kobe, Kobe and Shaq, Magic and, and Kareem. Go ahead, go ahead, Twine. No, I was saying I was you with, with Shaq, Shaq when he got, got swept. swept. We, yeah, we won the NBA title. The next year we got swept by the Chicago Bulls. So I, I understand that completely. Right. So, I, I yeah, I, I'm not going to just say, oh, he got swept, so that impacts him. But I do think it affects how we view Kevin Durant, obviously still first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest to ever do it without question. But let's stop saying he's the best player in the world. He's not. All right, Giannis is the best player in the world. And it is not Kevin. If you want to debate Giannis, it ain't Kevin Durant. Okay, that's just a fact. All right, number two, stop saying no one should ever again say he's the greatest scorer ever. He's not. Put some respect on Michael Jordan's name. Because Jordan would not. Yeah, Jordan was swept too. But he never went out like this. He never had one guy lock him up, block his jump shot and like stuff. Those things have to end. And I really don't also. I had to cut all that off. I just wanted to give you all some snippets of what people are saying across the spectrum about all these players from Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and so on. And I'm not in disagreement with with, with some of the things that are saying, but it's about having constructive criticism. The point that I'm making on that is, let's start with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is being called a selfish person because of his views on his shot and he didn't want to take the shot and how it affected the team until, you know, laws were changed and he was able to play. That doesn't have nothing to do with sports. That has to do with his personal life and his personal views, which are to be respected as a free man in this country. He is not a slave. He is not owned. He is not a property. He is an individual that has the same freedoms of choice and speech as everyone else. And for you to violate that by intertwining it with sports, 
that's a that's a black eye on you as a human being that has a mind that's able to speak and say things that make sense because that doesn't make sense. And if you're a smart person, you know that doesn't make sense. Of course it hurts his team because he don't want to take a shot, but he also can't help that a pandemic come and it messed up everything. And he also, he can't help that the league won't allow him to play in certain situations or the city in which he plays. That has nothing to do with anything. He's not being selfish. Two, you can't really get upset with him when the team is not voicing their concern. It's always the outside noise that's voicing their concern. Moving on, Ben Simmons. To say that he is the most selfish and weakest-minded individual ever, again, another disrespectful, entertaining thought. It sounds good on TV to sit there and down-talk a black man. Do anything in your power to make him look weak. This is sports. When you're injured, and you're coming back from injury. And again, sports, ex-sports players, ex-professionals. I value their opinion more than a person that has not experienced it. But it's too many examples of players that come back too early. Who try to warm up and they still injured. So to sit and say, you shouldn't be jump- you shouldn't be running it running around or shooting jumpers or warming up. Why? Why shouldn't he do that? You're trying to see if you're physically ready to go. And he doesn't make the decision alone. It's the organization and the coach. And they make that decision. He was in two very toxic situations where his mental capacity was in question and he wasn't feeling the love. Oh, you can easily say, pull your pants up. Be a big boy. It's not that simple. Everybody's mental makeup is not the same. You must respect people's mental capacity to be able to handle types of pressure. Everyone is different. Some are stronger than others. We are all not robots. Like I always say, everyone has their own origin story on why who they are who they are. Ben Simmons, for Stephen A to continuously slander this man because he's not entertaining you. These are not the slavery days where you can just pull out a whip and tell someone to perform. These ain't the slavery days where if you tell your master or whoever is your owner that you're hurt and they say, I don't care. Get out there or you're going to get whipped. No. You have a right if you're truly hurt to say no. Why would he risk hurting himself? And why would the team risk their investment if they wanted him to go? He's supposed to warm up when you're coming off an injury or you're trying to make sure you're good to go. You're supposed to warm up. Of course, 
if he felt like, I think I can probably go. You got to give that time. You got to see how you're going to feel the next day. Anybody that had injuries know that. Some players are able to play through injuries. Some players are not. That does not make you weak-minded. What's up with the tearing down of a black young man or an athlete or a human being? It just happened to be that he's black. Ain't nobody going to debate Stephen A. about what he does for his job because he talks shit. He berates and talks about people. That's what he gets paid to do. He's like that bully in school that picks on you every single day. But then when somebody stands up and tell him, like, look, bro, you got one more time and you're going to have to see me. Then it's a problem. Now it's a threat. But he don't understand that you got to have constructive criticism without tearing down a person. You can have, I don't think people mind being criticized. I really don't. And as athletes, you can't use your experience for somebody else. Everybody makes dumb decisions. Jay Williams made dumb decisions. That's why his career was cut short. But you can't question anybody's heart by looking at it on the TV. You're not a close person, a close relative. You're not around this person 24-7. You see glimpses. So off what you see and what you hear, you make your assessment. I can't do that. Now, some players, it's more obvious. Like when I talk about James Harden. I'm just baffled how great of a player he is and how it doesn't translate. And then when he's uninterested, how he just loses himself within the game. And you can tell that's different. That's like, that's constructive criticism. Like, he's doing it because you see it. Ben Simmons says he was dealing with a lot of mental anguish. But people think it's a game because he's trying not to play. But how do we know that? Give him the benefit of the doubt. He also said his back hurt, but he does have back spasms. We all know back spasms go and they come. He probably is healthy, mental, healthy physically, but he's probably not healthy mentally. And he's probably not 100% healthy to where when we say healthy, he's still feeling the residual. The man hasn't played all year. So to think that he can come out and be who he was without having a full preseason and regular season don't make sense. So why are you tearing him down? Why are you talking about him? Why are you calling him pathetic? He has a family. He has friends. He has loved ones. How would you feel if somebody was doing that to somebody that you care about? And it's not about that he's making all his money. His body, his mindset, that is his money. Because without his body, he can't perform. Without a strong mind, you can't focus on what you need to do. It was better for him to stay out, and it was up to the Nets to put a team around the two players they had to be successful. But injuries have devastated them. Joe Harris, good scorer, um, just not having young bodies. You put the weight on two players. Stop taking away from Boston. Boston did a job. Kevin Durant is one of the greatest scorers, not the greatest scorers. He's in the top five of one of the greatest scorers of all time. No one is disrespecting Jordan. Dumb comment. Jordan is self-explanatory. We don't have to bring Jordan up. 
He's the greatest of all time. He's 10 times above everyone else. No one's close. So you don't have to use him as a as a um um comparison. That's disrespectful to Mike. No one compares to him. Period. Kevin Durant is one of the greatest scorers of all time. I've watched, we've watched Curry struggle in a game, a championship on the line game, shot poorly. That didn't take away from him being a great player. It's just that you you guys want to jump on Kevin Durant so bad when he mess up and y'all still holding him accountable for leaving and putting himself in a, champ a situation to get rings. Draymond Green want to sit and side talk, but he's in a great situation. But he wasn't in a great situation not too long ago when they were losing and getting put out the playoffs. They back healthy now. Health matters. So now you're winning. Now you want to talk crazy because you love to see Kevin Durant fail because Kevin Durant left. But it's simple. Kevin Durant left. He was successful, but he ain't successful as what people thought. But again, injury, not having players, that does that to a team. If you don't have continuity, you don't have everybody on the same page, everybody want to be there, all the health is great. We haven't really truly seen a fully healthy Nets with a roster that matters. I don't advocate for a coach to lose their job, but Steve Nash, either you need to be a better coach or they need to find a coach that can get the most out of their players. I'm not going to say Steve Nash needs to be fired, but he's not doing a great job at this moment, moment of coaching. And he probably needs to also, as we tell the players, go work on your game, work on your conditioning, work on getting better. Hey, as a coach, you go look at some film, go talk to other coaches, figure out what you can do to make these players that you have better. Look at Steve Kerr and what he was able to do. That's a good example when Kevin Durant was over there. That's the example you need. You need to find the right pieces to put around them two players. And also, you need to have luck on your side with having health all year. That matters. You want to you wanna tarnish this man Kevin Durant legacy. It's not going to happen. Y'all can talk crazy all y'all want. You want to tarnish Kyrie Irving. It's not going to happen. They, they ain't had a lot of luck on their side. So this is the time everybody want to come down on them. It still don't matter because they still elite. Stephen A., stop talking about who should get paid, who shouldn't get paid. You shouldn't get paid. You suck. Stop tearing down people. Have an opinion without sitting there tearing people's down. You and Skip Bellis make a living off talking about people. Man, have a constructive opinion without talking about a person weak or ain't tough. This ain't the 1980s. This ain't the 90s. Stop comparing them to players like Kobe and Jordan and people that can play with injuries and all that stuff. This ain't what that era is, so stop bringing it up. It don't matter. This is a different NBA. Stop doing it. Who cares? They got legacy. They got financial security. They happy with themselves. You obviously unhappy that you continue to do the things that y'all do. What's going on in your life? 
You worried about how a person is dressing. So what? He could dress the way he want to dress. If he want to want to dress, if he want to wear bright colors. So what? Why is that bothering you? Don't nobody talk about your receding hairline. Don't nobody talk about that mustache that ain't fully, fully uh, flushed out. Do your job. Get back to doing a good job and not doing a bad job. Skip Bell is looking like a lifeless vampire. You see how I feel when you get to talking about people? That's what that's what it is. I shouldn't have to do that. But to give y'all the same energy y'all give these players. A lot of that is just jealousy and envy. That's what I, that's how it seems to me. Sometimes some of the old school players are probably salty because how these players get paid and how these players taking time off. Look, the point being is, one thing I do agree with is 82 games is 82 games. I believe you have to do better with your conditioning. I believe you have to do better with your nutrition. And I do believe do I do believe that when you're getting paid that type of money, you need to be able to give the uh, organization what they pay for. When your time off, it's your time off. But when it's time to lock in, you lock in. When you have a major injury, you make sure you don't come back to you fully healthy. It don't matter what nobody else is saying. It just don't matter. It don't matter. Get off of them. The season is over. They lost. Many of teams have been swept. I've watched great players try to come together and create teams, and it failed. We watched it a lot from the Lakers doing it with Carl Malone and Gary Payton, Charles Barkley trying to do it. Come on, man. Stop it. Kevin Durant is one of the best scorers of all time, top five easily. Kyrie, one of the best point guards of all time, easy, not hard. They need their players healthy. When they come back next year, Ben should be ready to go. Ain't no excuse coming into next year for Ben. He got the whole offseason now to get himself conditioned, his body right, his mind right. Nets should come in being a favorite. Joe Harris will be back. Make some more little moves. Resign Kyrie Irving. Yes, he deserves the max. It's stupid to not think so. Only people to say something like that are haters, period. Kyrie is an elite player and still playing at an elite level. They went up against a tough team. Give Boston their due. Stop hating. Great players have bad nights. Great players have uh, times where they get locked up. Since when this have that 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 that, 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 that stuff don't happen? I don't understand that. Oh, he didn't show up in it. No, Boston gave it to him. They got two great young players. They had a plan and it worked. And 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 by the Nets not having a, 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 a other players around them to help out. To, for when that stuff happens, that's how and it, it showed. That's why you have to have a full team of players, man, that can step up. That's why the Bucks are the favorite to win the championship because they got a good team and they got and they got a good bench and they got a superstar player. Middleton is out and the Bucks are still capable of winning. That's what it's about. The Bucks can't afford to lose Giannis. But Giannis, they have a great team. Nets didn't have a great team. They had a depleted team, and they had a geriatric team. Stop talking about these brothers. The season is over. 
Stop taking shots. Stop calling them names. They're not sensitive because they really don't care about what y'all talking about. Jay Williams, shut up. You was a woulda, woulda, shoulda, coulda. You didn't, you didn't respect your contract with your team, being on a motorcycle, being reckless. How much passion did you have for your team? None. All because, oh man, I played, played the game. Good, it's understandable. You do have great insight. Just because you did all that stuff, don't mean you say smart stuff. When you talk about the heart of a man, how you gonna test my heart? How you gonna know my heart? Because I don't want to play because I'm injured. Or I ain't there mentally. Well, who cares what you talk about? You used to do it. Okay, you do it. That's fine. That don't make me less of a person. They need to stop bashing these players. If the organization is not complaining, you shouldn't care. Most of it is hate. It's just that simple. Most of it is just pure D hating. You act like these other players and these teams that's going to get you, like they aren't on the floor. I would be offended as a as a competitor to constantly keep hearing this team finna sweep me. Man, I got a different type of energy now. I'm out to prove that this ain't the case. So when a team is playing well against a team that they don't supposed to, oh man, the, the team that's supposed to win, they pathetic. How, why is that the, that they're not taking on other professionals on the other side and they're just playing at a, a very high level? And they, they refuse to just get put out because they're getting tired of hearing the noise. What happened to bullet, bulletin board material? How you know that ain't affecting those players to where they want to play harder? This is the playoffs, I thought. It is another level of basketball, I thought. It is an opportunity to game plan. It's about playing chess. Basketball series are chess games. Who's the best chess player? It ain't guaranteed you're going to be hot all the time. You're going to get cold. You're going to have good nights and bad nights. Is it expected that a superstar player should play at a high level at all times? But it also is expected that a team with a high-level defense can play at a high-level defense that will offset that superstar player. Well, hey, the superstar player, get all your points, but the rest of the players ain't going to score. Perkins. Uh, uh, Jay Williams. Um, Skip Bayless. Shan uh, 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 Shannon Sharp. Stephen A. Just constantly, constantly. Where is the constructive criticism? You can say what a person ain't doing and what they need to do, but don't talk about a person's heart. Don't talk about a person's uh, mental health. Leave those two things alone because you really can't gauge that by looking. Unless you go to the psychiatrist. You go to the uh, doctor when they go to their doctor's appointment. On a basketball court, you can see when a player gives up. I've watched James Harden give up. I watched James Harden when he's not interested, don't play. We've all seen that. That's constructive criticism. He's a great player. But he loses interest. 
during the game. He gets agitated when things don't go his way. Great player. Love him. Nice person. He seems. I'm an advocate for all the players getting paid. Though I feel like you overpaid. No one is worth what they're paying. But for entertainment stance, you are worth what you're getting because you're entertaining and you're bringing in revenues to all different type of avenues. So you should be compensated, just like a CEO of a company gets compensated for helping a company be number one. Football players, NFL, watching all these players now trying to get out of their contract early to get more money. I can't knock that. Football players one hit away from being paralyzed or in a situation where they can't ever have a, a good life anymore. They're dealing with CTC, brain damage that happens after football. I'm all for them getting their money. And I understand them trying to hold out because they're injury away from losing their payday. So I get that point part. And what I say with the teams, look, it's inevitable. It's not going to stop. Once a quarterback like Deshaun Watson got $230 million, the next quarterback's going to get more. And after that, the next quarterback's going to get more. And the same goes for every skill position on the football team. They're going to constantly keep outdoing and outdoing. The only way it's going to stop if the team just refuses to pay. Because what you're going to end up doing is you're going to ruin your team. And you're not going to be able to build if you're only paying each skill position the highest paid price. So you have the top receiver on your team. You have the top running back on your team. As far as pay, the top recorder or quarterback on your team, the top left tackle and right tackle on your team, the, the top guard on your team. See where I'm going with this? Everybody can't get paid. You would destroy an organization. But that ain't on the players. The players need to get their money because they're one hit away from losing it all. It's up to the teams to be like, I'm not doing that. You got to draft better. You don't have much time to develop because you may only have three years because these players are now trying to get out of their contract even though they signed for five, trying to get out of it in three. But another thing is when you're under contract, you're under contract. You want to sit out? Go ahead. You're not going to get paid. You're going to get penalized. I'm not budging. You can force the player's hand if you want to. But owners and teams and coaches, you got to get better at draft and development. Because this is the new wave. Players are looking at other players' money and they feel like they better. They want more. It's the new wave. It ain't going to stop. So you got to nip it in the bud by drafting better, developing better, and preparing yourself from when your star player is ready to get paid or ready to leave. 
That's how you're going to solve that situation. Or just say no. They can ask. They got the freedom to ask just like you got the freedom to say no. You do not have to give in. That's just facts. You don't have to. It's ridiculous. You know, like I said, lawyers, doctors, no, scratch lawyers, doctors, firemen, police officers, teachers, the four horsemen of life. They need to be getting paid. They're the ones that are guiding the youth to become who they are. CEOs. Sports athletes. Why Why isn't a teacher getting paid 100000 or better? Starting. Why isn't a fireman getting paid out the gate well over 150000 Why? Why not? They risk their lives. They, 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 they risk their lives. They die. Trying to save people. And all they worth is 70000 The sacrifice that they make. What's wrong with our society where we talk about those that are physically disabled or those that are visually hurt or those that are mentally weak? We talk about kids going to school, being bullied and talk about all the time. But that's all we get on TV. Is bullying with some of these athletes. They're normal human people. They have feelings too. They can have a breakdown as well just because they play sports. Don't mean that they don't have problems. We've seen players that are that are in sports that have problems and they be on display. Come on now. We see it. That receiver, Gordon, forgot his name, played for Cleveland, openly struggles with dealing with being um, clean, had many of opportunities. It's not a game. It's serious. Addiction is serious. Mental illness is serious. We see it on display with Kanye. Great person, but he goes out and spazzes. We've seen people have mental breakdowns and just walk off in Antonio Brown. So why do we continue to ignore the things that we've seen in the past and try to put that weight on those players that are playing now? And you base it off how much money you're getting and how it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace to who? Because you don't speak for the sports. You talk sports. You don't speak for people. You talk to people. Remember that. Have a have a have a constructive criticism. I watched as, as as teams berated Giannis. Giannis came from dire situations. He told you his story. 
what y'all was saying did not bother him. He's been through worst. Trying to figure out how you're going to eat, where you're going to live, on the streets, trying to put food on the table. He's been through worse. What y'all was talking about as far as he need a jumper or he need to prove something, he ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Look what he, where he has come from to where he's at. That man is mentally strong, and he was built like that since a young man. His origin story is that of toughness, perseverance, overcoming, working harder, getting better, staying focused, and how nothing is promised. He had a taste of being poor, so he know how to handle being rich. He's humble. And all he do is try to get better. He's supportive. He loves his teammates. That is the definition of a good leader and a, and, and a good organization that's behind the leader that put players around him that want and have the same drive. If you don't have that on your team, that's where the downfall comes and division and pointing fingers. Boston looks like a Bucks makeup of everybody coming together, working together, playing as a team. But it wasn't always like that. Marcus Smart, remember, had to have a meeting talking to Jalen and Tatum about playing two-on-two -two basketball. And they were losing terribly at that time, looking out of the playoffs, 10, 11, whatever they was at. Once they had that meeting, everybody put their heads together. Everybody got, 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 got on the same page. Look what they did and look what they're doing. It's all about communication, talking, being on the same page. Not being afraid to tell somebody when they're wrong in a constructive manner. You don't want anybody talking about a person shouldn't have a contract. You're taking away from somebody's family. You shouldn't ever want anybody to be fired. You're taking away from somebody's family and their way of living. Just have a constructive criticism about what you feel this person is, is and is not doing. Some of these players, they can handle it. Some can't. They have mental breakdowns, and they show it to you right on live TV sometime, a la West, Russell Westbrook, because they were saying LeBrick or uh, uh, Westbrook. I'm sorry, not LeBrick. That's LeBron. That's, that's Skip Bayless' favorite word. But Skip can't take away his four rings, can't take away second all time, about to be first. Can't take away longevity. You can talk all the craziness you want. Kevin, uh, 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 LeBron James has is a great pillar of the community, and he does a lot, and he's great on the floor. He's a fine wine that you sit and let age, and it tastes better with time. So people need to understand you can't sit and talk about people because it's something to talk about, especially if it's something that's tearing people down. Be supportive. Do we need to get better? Say yeah. Do we need to work on this game? Yeah. Do we need to get his health together? Yeah.
He can't just sit and, and, and sit there while people sit and just criticize all the time. Have some positive energy sometimes in there for these players. Every series is not going to be the same. Everybody not going to be able to perform at all levels. Sometimes give credit to the opponent. That's how I look at it. But other than that, man, I'm going to let you guys go. As always, it's much appreciated. Um, I always enjoy my time. Talking. But other than that, I'll see you guys next time. And, uh, you know, like I said, till next time, I'll see you again. Peace. G-Weave out. Y'all ready for this?